0: Live from New York, it's the show that is rooting for national treasure in the Belmont. It's First Things First. Today,
1: would be you.
0: <laughs> an update on why Kyrie doesn't want to go to the Lakers. Oh, okay. Turns out he wants to stay with the Mavs. Wow. Oh, that's good. Okay. Meanwhile, give me a break on this story. Why the Chiefs are claiming that they're still underdogs. They're, di- they're a dynasty brew, and they're also underdogs. Figure that out. Yeah, and finally, could the Joker win the MVP? Even if Denver loses. Oh, why one person here thinks that's a possibility? I told you this would be a topic on shows. It's the only of topic what? on our this show. show. Uh, we're, we're a leader
2: in the field. We're waiting for the plural. We're yes.
0: singing Alongside right Chris now. Broussard, I'm Kevin Wilds. Yeah. Nick, have you heard this story? Do you, think you know, the story I told you legs? it was
2: bubbling up, and now it's, it's <laughs> reaching a bit of a fevered pitch. We will discuss, and
0: I think the answer is yes, he could. Well, you're the only one saying it, so. Well, we'll see about that. We start with the stakes of Game 3 in Miami. Denver's still favored, but the line has moved a bit. Denver now by 2.5. Miami's lost their three last now. two. It just moved again. It's Did it three. move again? It's three. It's back out here three. moving, moving <laughs> lines. Hobbs. <laughs> Miami's lost their last two home playoff games. What would a Miami win prove? We're going to start with Nick. The board is yours. <laughs> Thank you.
2: That they're going to win the title. Oh, really? Too much. So I if they, they win game, game Three, it's over. If they win Game Three, they're going to win the title. Here's why. If Denver, the the analysis behind Denver winning has always started with they're better. They're the better team. They had the better regular Mm -hmm. season. They've got the league MVP. I know he wasn't this year, but from previous years, they're more well-rounded out. All of that. A team that is actually better will respond with a definitive victory after the way they lost game two at home. If Denver actually is better, and they have had two days to think about blowing a 15-point lead, Mm -hmm. blowing an 8-point fourth-quarter lead at home, having their coach come out and say, you know why we lost? We didn't try hard enough. Our effort wasn't there. If they actually are the better team, then they respond to all of that and make sure they immediately reclaim home court. If they can't, then they're not better. And then a team that is not better, doesn't have home court, is down 2-1, is less experienced, all of those things. So their big joker, no pun intended, is no longer playable. So I am not I, I I am not saying that Denver winning Game Three means all oh, their de- winner of Game Three wins the series. What I'm saying is, given the circumstances of how they lost Game Two, what their own coach said about them, if they can't muster up enough to win Game Three, then they're not winning the series.
1: Haven't you learned, Nick, from all these playoffs that every game is an entity in a, of itself? Sure, so, to a so, degree. You know, no, but really, I mean. Cleveland, one of the greatest wins ever, when they're down 3-1, they come back. Now, were they the better team that whole series? No. But were they the better team overall? Overall, they, yes. Well, okay, but, yeah, so but, they're, somehow they, they got down 3-1. Okay, sure. They didn't muster up anything to come back and make it 2-2 or anything like that. So uh, we can go through a litany of mm-hmm. series and see that that's not necessarily true. Look, I don't know that they would prove anything. I think, though, they would firmly have control of this series. Which they don't now. Theoretically, they do. But I, right? I actually agree right. with you. Right. Like they've they they got home court, they court, they don't court right have firm now. Control. People think. Yeah, but nobody really believes they have control. If they win game three, now it's like they've got control. And Denver is all of a sudden in a must win situation in game four. In game oh. four. I, I think the other thing is that we would spend the next several days, not just us, but the media, you would hear a lot of talk about the excellence. Of Eric Spolster. Yeah. I think he's kind of in the background. Now he gets his respect because he's been listed as a top fifteen coach all time, but he's still kind of under that Pat Riley heat culture. Some thing.
2: people think Steve Kerr's better than him.
1: No, no, well, he's right. I mean, <laughs> yeah. historically, you'd have he's got four rings, um, and he created that great Golden State team. With all respect to Mark Jackson, but Pat Riley never won a championship without. LeBron, Wade, well, he wasn't coaching those guys, but coaching Magic and Kareem. Or Wade and And then Shaq. Shaq and Wade. Yeah. Phil Jackson never won it without Jordan, Shaq, Kobe. Yep. All right, Red Auerbach never won it without Bill Russell. I'm not saying is better than these guys, but I'm saying what he is doing this run, this Greg Popovich, did he ever win it without Tim Duncan? Sposter would be on the verge of winning a championship with Jimmy Butler. There we go. And I got to say Here it because it's a fact. Here it is. A bunch of undrafted players, his teammates, all right, uh-huh. and he would have run through the number one seed, the number two seed, and then another number one yes. seed. So I think if they go up to one, that will become a big story. Like, what in the world is Spolster doing? I'm not, again, I'm not putting him ahead of any of these all-time great coaches, but I'm just saying this would be an historic run.
0: I have but, something controversial to say. Oh. I'm going to make a ruling on the, on the show. Do you have the bylaws? Where are the bylaws? Yeah, they're right here. I need you to write. Look, to, I, I, know ahead ahead. Like yeah, right I know the bylaws
1: like the back of my head. I know. You better not make it up. What is up. it? What we'll is it? Miami
0: up. wins game three. Yeah. We have to admit in all media, not just our show, but like you said, we are influencers. Yeah. Show influencers. We, yep. we have to admit a simple premise. Miami is good and the players are good. And we can no longer say... Well, we believe that. We can no longer add or attach undrafted... Well, that's that's, that's your side of the table. Well, here's the thing. That's your guys' thing. Here's also a fact, Brew. This is why I want to add it. Here's a list of people who weren't drafted. No one says undrafted Tony Romo, undrafted Antonio Gates, Ben Wallace, Kurt Warner, Warren Moon, Wes Welker, Seth Curry, Joe Ingles, Priest Holmes, Kevin Mitchell, and Bobby Bonilla. If they win game three... We have to treat Gabe Vincent and uh, Duncan Robinson just like we treat Max Schroeder. <laughs> you gotta Mitchell. mention all Max seven. Uh, Max Schroeder. That's nearby for all sports media.
1: But so, but I, don't, I they ahead. win the series first. And, they, and I but admit, good. even if they lose the series, even if they lose the series, from this point on or after the series, they will not be referred to as undrafted players. They've, they've earned that. <laughs> okay, But good. during the season, which the series, we're okay. talking about. But you talk so, so about <laughs> the it's a mean, low-key diss. It, it's when not low-key. It's,
2: exactly a it, it no, not it's a compliment. It is not a compliment. It is a compliment only to Jimmy, Bam, and Spoke.
0: That's right. It is an and
2: insult Riley. to everyone, and Pat Riley. It is an insult to everyone else. They and this undrafted. is It's it, just a fact. I understand, <laughs> but it does not need to be the leading line of their biography. Correct. Because they have, at this point, proven to be more than that. Duncan Robinson fell out of favor. But Duncan Robinson was awesome in the playoffs four years ago, enough to where he got a huge contract. He's undrafted. Caleb Martin was undrafted and was cut by the, you know, brilliant managing of Michael Jordan. He since then has gotten a three-year $20 million deal and played great in the conference finals. Struess and Vincent, if the season ended today, would both be in line, particularly
1: probably Vincent, for a real money extension. So that's I don't, all real. And I'll give you even a few more. You mentioned Ben Wallace, John Starks, did you say him? Bruce yeah. Bowen, yeah. Fred Van Vliet. You're right. We don't think of them as undrafted players. I forgot The about time is coming, but it is not yet here. <laughs> Can I And it, it, they are undrafted. It's just a fact. Now because here's the proof. When if if Miami wins and we start praising Jimmy Butler to high heaven and Spolstra. Don't tell me a part of the praise is not going to be Butler in the era of super teams or just after the era of super teams. But Let a team to the championship beat Giannis, beat the Knicks, beat the Celtics, beat the Nuggets with seven undrafted no, plays. Don't tell me no, that won't be part so of the narrative. Here's the
2: thing. Of course it'll be part of the okay, narrative. And that's all but what I think it's less about him doing it with other undrafted guys, and him doing it without other stars or established guys. I think the narrative works just as well if all seven of those guys were second-round picks, is my point, where it's like he doesn't have any well, second other round is stars. Not but it- uh, 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 right, but it, where it just doesn't have any other blue chippers or any other stars. But can I just, re- just circle back to the opening point of how I think I think Denver is probably unsettled more so than we have given it credit for by what happened in Game 1. Because hmm. we have seen Miami do this all postseason, but no one has had it done to them unless they have played Miami. And that is the fourth quarter comeback. So this Chris Vernon pointed this out on his podcast with Kevin O'Connor, and then I had Josh double-check the numbers. Teams down at any point in the fourth quarter, By eight or more points. The Miami Heat record, everyone else's record. Can we show it to you guys, please? The Heat are four and seven. So that's all their losses and then also four wins. But the flip side to that is if you're not playing the Heat and you get up eight, not 18, eight or more in the fourth, you're and 62-1. If you play the Heat, you're about two out of three to win. So the point that I'm making is, Blowing that type of lead in the fourth quarter has not, does not happen to anyone this, this postseason except for playing Miami. It happened so. to Milwaukee, happened to Boston, and now it has happened to Denver. So I think that does – I think that these teams have felt in control of games. Even And, Brew, I know you agree with me on this to a degree. There are certain games where in the third quarter a team's up 12 and it feels like the game is still totally you know open for oh, anybody. Yeah. And there are decent. certain games – where a team's up seven, and it's like they have total control of the mm-hmm. game. Where it just feels like they, you know That's what like I mean, that more. they've been able to control it. I think this is now something where Denver's like, geez, we Already, never lose like after that. after just one game. They were twenty nine and zero, bro. Do they have championship medal or not? But, well, I don't know. The thing is, we don't know if Denver
1: does. They we don't know stop if they playing. Have If they're medal. shook because I, they lost one game at home, but the they way they, up, they lost it. it They gave up a fourth-quarter lead. It happens. I mean, it shouldn't. I'm sorry. Like, they they are professional athletes with a strong-minded coach and a strong-minded leader. They cannot be shaken after giving up a fourth-quarter lead of
2: eight points. Eight points. They had been 29-0 at home with Jokic this year with five-point fourth-quarter lead. And now they've lost. Like, I, I think that matters. And they don't technically yet have championship medal. But these
1: these series, like I said, each game is its own entity. If, if We can go back to series after sure. series no, that's you fair. would have thought a team, oh, they can't bounce back mm-hmm. mentally. Yeah. They're not looking at it like Some us. people are They're going to They're saying it's one game. game one. Let's go out there and do our thing. Denver
0: now 0-4 when Joker scores 40 or more. Mm. Mm. I know what you're thinking. Should just score 39 and then start passing the ball. It's not that simple. Oh, thanks, Wes. (laughs) Uh, Brew, would Joker scoring 40 be bad for Denver?
1: I'm going to say no, and I get it. The record's 0-3 this postseason, 0-4 in his whole career. But here's what, look, we can point to, look, I'd rather him have, say, 33, 12 dimes, and 12 rebounds. Mm -hmm, But when you look at his history, okay, he's 0-4 in the playoffs when he scores 40 or more. But he's 7-1 when he scores between 35 and 39. Is there that that much of a a difference (laughs) between 38 and 42? And here's the other thing, Dick. You could talk about the assists. Well, Well, he's not getting as many assists. Assists. In the games where he scored 40 or more and they're 0-4, he averages 8.7 assists in those games. In the games where he scores 35-39 to 39 and they're 7-1, he averaged 5.9 assists. So I, what it comes down to is the other players have to play well and right. still do their thing but. while Joker's got it going. Like, yeah. you know this, Nick. Even though I'm like I'm guessing you're on the other side of the argument, you can't go into a game like – man, we, we hope our main guy doesn't drop 40. No. I, I mean, you, you, if he's killing him, of course. you got – Now, he's smart but, enough to get other guys involved. He's not going to take bad shots. Yeah, he's not going to force yeah. it. But if he's got it going and he's at 42 so, and midway through the no, fourth 40, of you, you, you just keep playing. No, of course. But, Bru,
2: Nikola Jokic is the first whatever as far point as the – Point center. Point center. has been saying that, and it's right. But it also means, let's look at the best point guards we've seen. How did they do in the playoffs Mm. when they scored a lot? Isaiah Thomas Brew, it's the only 40-point playoff game of his career, Sprained ankle game. They win or lose that game? Lost. Lost. In fact, Isaiah's Isaiah's five highest-scoring playoff games, 0-5. Steve Nash was pretty good. He had one career 40-point playoff game. They lost. Magic's three highest scoring playoff games. Those Lakers rarely ever lost. They lost them all. His three highest scoring playoff games. I looked it up this morning. You can in 40, the forty-two. In that, the that, that was that, not one. No, of them? that was his wow. fourth highest scoring playoff game. Okay. Uh, they were one in three in his career. They were one in three in his career when he scored forty. That one was the rookie rookie year game six. John Stockton zero three. His three highest scoring playoff games. Well, Luke, what? what? I'm just saying well, he's a passer. What were they? Seventeen? No, no, no. no. They were. They, 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 he never got to forty. But no, they were in the they were in the mid thirties. Right, okay. uh, Luca's three high. And Luca's not traditional. But Luca's three highest scoring playoff games ever. Three losses. Hmm. So I don't think it's that uncommon. And I think Spo was trying to you know compliment the the nuggets and act like this isn't the strategy when it clearly is because I want to bring up Isaiah Thomas again because Brew and I if you were to poll 100 media members Brew and I would probably be one and two or two and three something like that as far as opinion of Isaiah Thomas the player Isaiah Thomas
1: one the the you're original, right, the original yeah. Isaiah no Thomas no disrespect to
2: to I, is it our Isaiah, Isaiah had the ability to score way more than he did As did Magic. As did Magic. They only did it when they felt like, oh, my God, my other guys don't have it, which is probably why one of the reasons they lost those games. Yes. That's That's one of the reasons they lost those games. But why did Isaiah play the way he did? He's told both of us this, and the tape bears it out. My guys play better. When they see the ball go through. They work more on defense. Everything, everything's crisp. Well, I'm in Indiana or in Detroit, wherever. Mm-hmm. Everything works when I am facilitating more so than scoring. That's how I feel about Denver. And so I just again, I don't think he's going to score forty in the flow of the offense. Because if the offense is flowing, he won't want to. It's not what his natural inclination is. He will score well, 40 if it's like. definitely true. Right. If it's like, gosh, we've got it. Like, uh-huh. you know, the game could get First away for us. Let right. me take over. Hmm. And so that's why I think it would be bad because he is a so point it means guard. He has center. to score 40. I like Miami's
1: he, putting the pressure on him, getting the lead. Yes, and he's got to. And it's like, take I've over. got to. I think that's, that's fair, why. And, like and that.
0: I just think we have evidence of it. Here's the Michael Porter Jr. because that's what we talked about. you got to see the ball go through to start playing better on defense and a kind of a snowball effect against Miami's 3 for 17 and game 4 against the Lakers he was 3 for 10 shooting 3 so he's 6 for 27 in his last 3 games so I think it's on him and I think a lot of those assists are kind of ghost assists like I passed it to you that's right. an assist and you missed right. it so I would have had an assist
2: but the, so the, just one other note on that because I think a lot of people thought that Jokic passes in game 2 only led to 12 shots by the Nuggets, which is his second lowest total either of his career or of the season. That's also courtesy, by the way, of Kevin O'Connor and Chris Vernon. Beautiful. Listen to that podcast. They gave us Good two job. things for today. Um, so it wasn't just he was making all the passes he normally makes. Guys weren't missing shot. weren't making shots.
1: Miami clearly right, it defensively, defense, absolutely, where
2: it was making it so those passes were not turning into open shots. And Jimmy did a great job on Jamal.
1: And they had better matchups. We talked about a Kevin Love on Aaron Gordon versus a guard on Aaron Gordon. Jimmy Butler on Jamal Murray versus Gabe Plus. Benson or whoever. You know how
2: Bruce been saying you're going to come over to this side no,
1: with the you heat? Did. No, I I'm just giving actual analysis. That's all I'm giving. I'm oh, a fair-minded, cogent <laughs> an analyst. No one ever would accuse you of anything. And I'm down. That. I'm down. Don't make me through, bring out the toes. <laughs> I'm down. I think you—you you know what? I think the answer to your first question: What will the Heat prove if they win? What? I think you will move over to that side. Well, of Well, he'll table. certainly move. You know off what?
0: Nuggets and <laughs> five, where see, he's never see. been. I might, even though <laughs> I I'll stay with the over Nuggets here. all year, versions. all year. And you just joined the party. That's true. I mean, he's you're, right You're—you're well, you're in my. He's a in
2: party house. hopper, though. Brew goes party to party to party. He stops my life. Variety a lot of his is the party. spice of
1: life. Oh, okay.
0: What's up there? Kyrie staying in Dallas now. It's next on FS1 and the Fox Sports channel on SiriusXM. Stay tuned. <laughs> I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Welcome back to the show. Yesterday, Shams and Chris Haynes reported that Kyrie had reached out to LeBron to see if he wanted to come to Dallas, the NBA equivalent of that 1 a.m. conversation with your buddy. Man, what if we opened our own bar? (laughs) Today, Mark Stein reporting, quote, two sources close to the process, not Philadelphia's process. process, just regular process, insisted Monday that Irving had consistently expressed a desire to remain a Maverick and actually wants to shut down the notion that he's angling to get to L.A.? Brew, your reaction?
1: All right, look, hear me out. All right, and you guys know, I, very few in the media like Kyrie more than me.
0: That is correct. All
1: right, I, I think he's a definite Hall of Famer and mm-hmm. all of that. He's, he's awesome. You voted for him for MVP eight years ago. No, no not, sorry, not, not all that. All that. Not, hard not all hard that. Much. But here, look, the Mavs have to really play this correctly. Because I think Nick was right when he said months ago, that Kyrie going to Dallas could be the beginning of the end of Luka there. And that's definitely not what you want. All right, so they have to play this smart. There's no way I'm giving him a five-year, $272 million max deal. I mean, that's what he's eligible for. That's what the reports are talking about. That's what he wants, all right? But the talk is that you have to give him a contract he's going to feel good about. And we get that because sure. if you don't, who knows what kind of chaos could ensue. All right, so, I mean, I hate that, but it's real. One of
0: the reasons it's yeah. an issue.
1: It's, yeah. And here's the thing. What type of contract is going to make Kyrie happy? Probably four years max, if he yes. can't get the five, four years max. With the, play, with max, the player up. With the player Or at the very least, and I'm not even sure this would cut it, Three years max. That's what I'm talking about. Three plus one. Okay, I'm you're about, saying three years okay plus we, a fourth a fourth year. player option. That I, also lines I, up with Luca. If I'm Dallas, I'm terrified Yo, of, course. of giving him a three-year deal. Yeah. So here's what I do if I'm the Mavericks. Hey. Alright, look, I let Kyrie go out on the market. See what you can get. Alright? The teams that have money Houston, Indiana, Detroit, San Antonio, Orlando, Oklahoma City, Utah, they're not likely to want him. Uh-huh. All right. So Kyrie, can you bring us a sign and trade? If anybody wants him, we are open to doing a sign and trade, all right? If nobody wants him and only teams that say the Lakers want him, but they only have a little bit of money to give him, you know, then all of a sudden our one-year offer of, of, with a player or team option, You're maybe two, max, one year, max two years, that starts to look good. Here's the benefit of a one-year offer. Just like it was in, in Brooklyn, if he had stayed there. You play well, you have, he had issues. You have no issues. Can we get through an 82-game season nope. with no issues? You can't. If you, do, you're probably, if you do that, though, now maybe we will talk to you about a longer-term deal. But I'm telling t- look, and here's the thing, Nick, Every, the last thing. Everybody is saying, well, you can't just let him walk. Why not? Is he really that much of an asset if nobody will trade for Whoa. him? And it's, here's the thing, if they let him walk, Nick, they could be in position to have about $50 million in cap space in the summer of 2024. Yeah, but
2: that's another year with Luke away. Uh, you know
1: what though? I'm looking at Jimmy Butler. Oh. I'm looking at Denver. I'm looking at Milwaukee. I'm looking at all these teams that don't really have a second star and seeing how far they get. Oh. Nick, let me ask you this. Jamal and this Brady. was your pick, well, but but you know what I mean? Yeah. This was your pick Denver yes. or Dallas in the West. Yeah. You really think that Luka Doncic is not looking at these playoffs and saying – I, and I don't. I think he likes Kyrie. I don't think he's putting it all on Kyrie. But before Kyrie oh, got there, they were tied for saying fifth. we could have done damage. It could have been oh, me. Absolutely, I'm Luca with yeah. a bunch of people, or I'm a Nikola yeah. with a bunch of people around me. Yes. If I'm Dallas, I would rather have the prospect of Luca and a bunch of role players, and then I, next summer is, we go get somebody. I agree with all this. Versus, but I don't think that, th- Kyrie there for three years oh, and God knows I, what is listen, going to take I, place. I,
2: Totally agree with that. If I'm Dallas, but the problem is the same people you're asking to think about that are the people who traded away a first round pick and valuable role players for him, so they could play 16 games together and then shut it down. So that's that's why I don't think they're going to do it. I think this Kyrie story, Wilds, is so fascinating because it involves so many people playing games. So the Haynes story is so interesting. Mm-hmm. Because it includes the line, Kyrie, who's eligible, for five years, $272 million, Which is, as I've said many times before, the bachelor party in Thailand thing. Mm-hmm. You float that out there, and then all of a sudden the bachelor party in Vegas doesn't sound so bad. <laughs> you float that out there, and then it's like, oh, we got Kyrie, but we only had to give him right. four for 210. Which is what he wants. That is, the full, that is essentially right. the full max. But also in that story... That we all, some camps think LeBron and Clutch leaked this. They have, I do not believe that at all. It doesn't make sense. I think a lot of you believe Kyrie's camp had something to right. do with this. But in the story was something that had to come from the Mavericks, which is what the front office was or wasn't doing before they ever even acquired Kyrie, which was talk about trading for LeBron before someone reminded them literally can't trade for LeBron. I so mean, wait, I don't understand. There, that no, but I, I can explain it to you now. Okay, good. That is the Mavs getting out there. Luca, we're trying
0: everything, man. We I even. Mean, that is the dumbest thing the, I've ever heard. What I'm saying? No, I mean, you're reporting one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. Why? That, that they're like, you know, Luca, we're trying we're everything. We're trying everything. We're even trying he stuff. Try, not allowed. Oh, the, my God. Well, I'm
2: saying, I think that was whispered in a reporter's ear. To try to, again, get the narrative out there. The Mavs are doing everything they can to win right now with what Luka wants. Unfortunately, the the, the internet then was like, literally can't. And it was like, okay, we kind of
0: screwed if up. I'm Luka, but I'm, I, if I'm Luka, if I'm sitting there and I'm Luka Doncic, and you brought to me, Luka, we tried to get LeBron. I'm like, you tried to trade for a player. That wasn't eligible to be yes, traded. But I, and you think I'm going to look fondly upon again, not, I'm not saying that the I think the basic rules of trades. Again, price.
2: I'm not saying that I think everyone in here is great at their perspective <laughs> oh, responsibilities. But wh- how th- you have to look at why any of this stuff is coming out. And then th- we get to the last point. Why would Kyrie put any of this out there? Because Kyrie is trying to leverage. ingratiate himself to the Mavericks. Look at you. Think about the bad things that happen if you get in the Kyrie business. The good things are I will recruit for you. I am a very popular player. The best player of all time, or the best player of our generation, loves me. You guys sign me up long term. I, maybe not this year, but I will continue to keep it, the, the option open of LeBron James one day joining your team. So that, to me, is oh, Kyrie God. is trying to make himself look like a great teammate for the Dallas Mavericks. I, like, he, we already knew, Brew, he wanted to be a part of the plan in Brooklyn, right? That's what he told everybody. Again, I agree with your analysis of what they should do, but don't you think that's what's happening? That
1: we, if Ky, if I don't go- want to get into the mind of Kyrie Irving. Okay. All right? I'm going to leave that alone. All right, okay. But I, I do think he's trying to drum up leverage. And if I'm the Mavericks, I let him go out there and see what the market is. What for him. is the leverage he drums up by by saying? Well, it's we like you said. We want LeBron if he, to come. He here. thinks it, just what you what you just said is okay. that he's trying to create some form of leverage, and that I can recruit players. LeBron James at forty. I mean, look, LeBron's playing great, but still at forty.
0: Bro, can I ask you another question? Are you, about your one year deal, like the tryout, basically. And he
1: might be ticked off by it I, but I mean, you know what be. i'm not opposed to letting him walk because what if you sign him up for three years and next year goes haywire so that's the now question. you got him for three years and lucas ticked off and Luca might won out he played 16 games
0: they went five and 11 wasn't that what, enough what, of a sample size it, it, that it's not going to work Well,
1: that plus brooklyn and boston that's enough of a sample size yeah, and, I, he, and And here's the other thing. Let's start it started with all of. I, no Ky- one likes Kyrie more than me. <laughs> no, I'm just. But I'm keeping it real. I'm trying to help the Mavericks. Yeah. Look, all, all of the shenanigans off the court from Kyrie, that doesn't even makes us not even discuss the fact that he's 31. He's hurt and all, he's all, the all the time. Injury prone all the time. We don't even bring that up because of all the other His stuff. His entire career, entire dating back to college. Injuries they are playing with fire, man, because Luka Doncic, you have to keep him at all costs. Right, but I think where I do where I do think
2: that actually works in Kyrie's favor in the short term is I do think Kyrie's approval rating amongst other NBA players is very high. Oh, yeah. And I think if Luka heard we got Kyrie four years at the max, I think Luka in the moment would be excited. Just like KD. Grant was excited. The excited Harden exact, was excited. Exactly right. I don't Nash think, was excited. I don't think it lasts. I don't know. Joe if was ever excited. excited. But, yeah.
1: Sean, but, I mean, I could go yeah, on I, listen, that. Listen. Danny speaking, Ainge. I know, but I, I'm just keeping it real. It's unfortunate, man, because <laughs> I think Kyrie one. is really looking, has to look in the mirror and say, man, I am losing millions. Well, yeah. And it. I've always man? said later That's in his oh, life, my, he may look games. back and say, <laughs> I, I left a lot of meat on the bone in my career, as great as it was. Yeah. Because of all the other stuff.
0: New Jimmy Butler sound next and a fresh episode of Weird and Wonderful. Stay tuned. It's, it's one of the best. episode. It's one of the best episodes.
1: Is it going to be even longer? Yes. Gosh.
2: Baseball is back,
0: and so is Slipping
2: Back.
1: Five times a week, Monday through Friday.
2: So follow us on the Fox Sports app, YouTube, and anywhere you get your podcast.
0: Playoff Jimmy met with the media today, clarified a few things. One, he's not a scorer. Two, he's not Playoff Jimmy. Shoot, my fault. Take a listen.
2: I'm not a scorer. Like,
1: just because I score a lot of points one game, that doesn't make you a scorer. I'm not a volume shooter. I don't do any of that. Um, I don't press to score. I only press to win. So if I pass the ball every possession, if we win, I don't care. If I shoot the ball every
2: possession and we win, I don't care. this playoff Jimmy narrative is not a thing. Okay. Mm, that's a lie. <laughs> I, the beginning part wasn't. Yeah, I I do believe I play to win, not play to score, yep. a thousand percent. I and I think he reads each game as it comes and sees what he thinks he needs to do. But Jimmy Butler, since he joined the Heat, is we can show it to you, first in the NBA in 40-point pl- games in the playoffs. Where do you think he ranks in the regular season since he joined the Heat? 22nd. Last. Oh. Tied with zero. He has zero. So he's tied for last.
1: No 40-point games in the regular season? Since he joined the Heat,
2: Jimmy Butler has the most 40-point games in the playoffs and none in the regular season. That's the proof. So something happens, guys. And what happens is that he knows his team. Not one. I couldn't believe it either. He knows his team got needs a more juice, and so he presses the offensive button a bit more. And, of course, playoff Jimmy is a thing. Of course it is. It's why Bruce says he was the first person to call him a Hall of Famer and was correct. It's why the Miami Heat, of all teams, the Miami Heat lead the NBA in playoff victories since Jimmy joined the team because of him. Now, it's not just because of him, but he is the... And the reason that is a shocking stat is because he is nothing like this in the regular season. It's why, Brew, he missed the All-Star team, but made All-NBA. Because as it got closer to the playoffs, he got better. And so, I mean, I love him, but that's his being disingenuous.
1: No, look, you you said it with that graphic. I mean, eight playoff games of 40 points or more, none in the regular season. That says it all. But also in the regular season what he lead them to the 8th seed in the playoffs he leads them to the finals and we'll see if they go further than that and win it so yeah there is a real playoff jimmy he hasn't been playoff jimmy though in the last 7 games for whatever reason some people Seattle? are throwing out inj- some people are throwing that stuff out credit to him he's not even letting it be a discussion uh it might be that it's Hard to carry a team without another real top-notch star. Here we go. And he's getting worn down. I'm just saying, Wiles, the last seven games, 20.7 points, 38% from the field. So that's not star numbers. And what he said is interesting about – because I agree, he sees what the game needs. He doesn't go out to score. He – doesn't have, like, a great offensive package. No. He's almost a throwback. Oh, man. No, no, What's his bag look No like? wasted. Well, There's not I, much in the back. I agree. Doesn't, no wasted dribbles. Nope. You know, he's going to his spot. He's got the pump fakes, but he really doesn't have a lot of moves. And this is why I said Tatum's got a better handle. Jimmy's handle is sure. Like, he doesn't turn it over a ton and all that. But, he, you know, he, he doesn't, doesn't have it, moves. He's right. He doesn't, yeah. right, you know, he's not a lot of between the legs, fancy dribbling, things like that, shaking you up one-on-one. On one. He Very just does what he needs to do to get those buckets, kind of like an old-school guy. So, he's right in that he's not a scorer. Think of the scores. KD, Kyrie, Luka, all the, they got moves, they got step-backs, all of that stuff. Jimmy really doesn't have that. He just gets it done.
0: So do you think he's going to have like a 17-point game, 22 points, or is he going to have that Milwaukee Bucks explosion? Oh, I think
2: he's going to have
0: a 35-plus point game in in one of these two.
2: In one of these two games at home. I think he's going to have a monster night. I don't think it's so much the ankle. I think that's a little bit of it. I think it's more so that I don't think he can get to that level every night. I think even when we saw that four years ago, so he was younger, when they were in the finals, he he had two unbelievable games. Unbelievable. Went blow for blow with LeBron. That game five of that finals where he staved off elimination, is one of the best finals games of the last decade. And in both of them, he followed them up with... I don't want to say no shows, but he was just we just gassed, and so I think he can only get there so many times. I think he's going to get there at least in one of these two. Okay. We're talking underdog
0: Chiefs. Yep. Yeah. What? That's, what? I mean, it's a silly conversation.
2: Well, then why'd you put it in the show? Because the the leader the show. The show. I want to argue. You're the leader. Oh you put yeah. Put it
0: in the show. Coming up in twelve minutes. Finals MVP ladder. Now, some people are saying it's just a list. Can you comment on that? They're wrong. Okay. Coming up in 12 minutes. It's a ladder. You know how I know? There's a ladder on the screen and there's gaps between the players. And it says ladder. Chiefs yeah. were at the White House yesterday and Andy Reid still trying to play the underdog role. Take a listen.
1: What a phenomenal job we were able to put things together uh, this past season. And what a great challenge it is to present ourselves this next year. Like President Obama, excuse me, President Obama, uh, doggone. Like President Biden said, nobody believed us before. Nobody believed us before, and I'm sure it's going to be that same way this time. And we come out and prove them wrong. Okay, your reaction? He's obviously right.
2: What? Okay, well let's let's should we diagram the sentence middle school style? Was he right that nobody believed in them last year? Yeah, you lost Tyreek Hill. We the, got it. Was you he right? Was right. K- Kevin Wilds, do we have video of you back when we were in boxes saying, well, the Broncos got better and this team got better and the Chiefs lost. I think Tyreek Hill's good at football. I'm sorry. I, it, d- did that tip. happen? Okay? That <laughs> well, happened, right? Not.
0: We're supposed to be no, united. That,
2: that happened. Correct? <laughs> I'm not over it. Do we then yes. also... Have video from when we were in this studio of Chris Broussard with bass in his voice saying, I don't know if he was doing the kind of uncomfortable toes thing back then, but something <laughs> along the lines of, I'm all the way in with Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. And that they're not overvalued. Video. Has he shown okay, us okay, one of video, go, no, okay. We we everyone don't have has video. I don't know what you So about. last year. You guys, and even going into the AFC title game, wasn't Brew talking about they went to the Chiefs' house and slept in their bed and did did stuff, and he was like, took food out of the fridge, and and we found out, he's like, I'm from Cincinnati, and he was going, who day, and all this nonsense. He still does that. So that's last
0: year. Okay.
2: Now this year, who's on the cover of Madden? Not Patrick Mahomes. Who, what? He was on last, or two years ago. You can't wasn't put on him on show. every year. Okay. Well, he's instead they put Josh Allen on. Good for him. Uh, you, Brew just last week said there is no big gap. There is no big gap. He said it's like this. He said there tiny. Said you need an electron microscope he to see the gap. That's what microscope. he said. And they so on the last <laughs> second field. They, up, up. Real there it is. There Real huge is. gap. Controversial call he's talking about. So there it is. So what do you say? Uh, Let me see.
0: Well, I went through and tried to find the they who didn't believe in the Chiefs. And here's what I came up with. Just a few headlines that we came up Mm -hmm. with as a show. Number one, CBS, Super Bowl odds. Chiefs favored to win back-to-back NFL titles. Let's move on. Oh, Sports Illustrated, Super Bowl odds. Patrick Mahomes favored to repeat. Next up, let's go local. Fox, Kansas City favored to win all 17 games. And then this one. This one we don't believe here at Fox Sports. Schedule release, final record prediction, thirteen and four. So there you what? go. Okay, those okay. are the oh, big underdogs. Jeez, I'm sorry, we we want be to You want a dynasty and an this underdog is, at the same the time. This is the problem
2: with. And I love Kevin Wilds. There's no one in the world I'd rather work with than you two fellas. Well, I don't know. About but that. The, no, it is. true. Yeah. I mean, I invited Colin on the show yeah. earlier <laughs> today. Several. But um, this is one of the weaknesses of working with a non-gambler. Those first three headlines you showed were all reacting to the same thing, okay. which were the Vegas odds. Well, they Vegas were just was thousands th- that, wasn't thousands of Ill- that wasn't sports. That wasn't Sports Illustrated's dollars. opinion. In anything we heard Sports Illustrated's opinion two days ago when we talked about them picking the Bengals to win the Super Bowl. And and by the way, 13, the only thing on there that was an opinion brew was the Fox Sports writer. What about favorite that had to win Chiefs. all seventeen? That's games,
1: Vegas.
0: So. Of course, Vegas is so, that is, but is underdog a gambling? term or what?
1: not yeah it is a gambling term I rest my case okay <laughs> go ahead <laughs> all right look I'm gonna get serious right you're joshing I'm gonna get serious oh, thank about you. this thing all right now they got the best quarterback in the league I'm, by far you talk a about a
2: gap I've been at you You like don't worry what does sports guys.
1: illustrated say uh, why does sports illustrated I'm so the much first on one to call him the potential goat all right now that's a gap, Nick, between Patrick Mahomes and whoever's second, Joe Burrow, Josh, whoever you want to pick. All right. Yeah. That's a gap. <laughs> <laughs> that's an even bigger gaps. All right. <laughs> the gap between the teams is not as big, but the quarterback gap is yeah. huge. The, the skilled position players are unproven, but talented. All right. So Sky Moore, they stay healthy, they'll be great. The defense should be better, right? You yeah. talked about they got they played six rookies last yeah. year a lot of time. So they should be better. All right. So there, look, there is no one betting against these Chiefs, all right? The every, most people think they're going to be great. And here's what Andy Reid should be selling. Guys, in the locker room, we're the hunted. Yep. A lot of people can win it and be great when you're the hunter. We've been the hunter. But can we do it? Let, we. I know we can do it. Let's go out there and prove we can do it as the hunted. Like- every single week we get a team's best shot. And we still come out on top. That should be the, the statement instead of nobody I believes in us, guys. Let's go. Because they sitting there in the locker room like everybody believes in us. But the best team. We've what, been in three of the last four Super Bowls. Hold, we won wait, two of them. Wait a moment.
2: Hold on a second. Let me just. Maybe when we get to football season or in the lead up to it, we will see that things have changed. But last year, And you guys were at the parade, and you guys saw, you guys heard from the players. You heard from Patrick Mahomes. They truly felt, and the reason those guys like me is not because I have some long-standing relationship. Is they said to a man, nobody believed in us on TV but you. And I thought that was a really weird spot that somehow everyone got sick of the Chiefs prematurely. Right? That was authentic. That they felt that way last last year. And I'm I'm telling you that by the time we get to September, there is going. It's not that everyone has to pick them to win the Super Bowl. You don't think there will be trendy picks of finally the Chargers breakthrough in that division? Or, man, last year wasn't about Russ, it was about Nat Hackett, and now they have Mm -hmm. Sean Payton. You don't think there's going to be Jets? Yeah, a lot of oh, Jets me, smoke. Well, and we already likes the Raiders. R- the, well, no, no, I
0: do not. That,
2: that was last, the last year. year. They can't do it this year? Brew, you, you picked with the Packers G- last year. I mean, you you have to leave Wilds' bad Super Bowl pick from last year <laughs> alone. It's unfair. <laughs> Wilds doesn't like the it. Packers. <laughs> looks awesome <laughs> compared to the Cardinals. <laughs> okay, right? why does he do this to you? I'm just saying. It's this just so mean. You know I'm facts. I can't help it. It was last year. It was last year. shot in dark. can you agree with me? that 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 there is going to be an equal amount of this is the year that Josh Allen breaks through, or this is the yes. year, or but you know that, what, it's Joe because Burrow's Because it's tough time. to win it back Yes, it back. yes. that is disrespectful. So maybe underdog is not the right word. Recently. Disrespect. Because I do think the Chiefs should be treated right now like the 90s Bulls. Like the best player that we've ever seen up to okay. that point in time Oops. is on the Same team, that. and that they, sh- they are the favorite versus the field. And that's not what they are. And they are, and they certainly not what they were last to do. year. Even to get to that level, they haven't won back to back. I understand. I get that. But, but and the Bulls didn't win at all until what year six of Jordan's yeah. career. And so this Mahomes, this will be year six of Mahomes' career. So again, that, let's just—I—I I, underdog might not be the right word, but Your disrespected seven. definitely is.
1: Okay. Year okay. seven, but sixth year, year, year playing.
0: He didn't play year That's one. It's a ten-minute debate on a oh, topic that we all agree on.
1: Chiefs are going to be usually off. You hold that work. second year against him. Oh, they got
0: swept. No, I'm talking about. That's when he's dropping 60. Well, it's Wednesday at 4 o'clock, which means you're in for a treat. It's, is, is it Wednesday, Wednesday,
2: bro?
1: It's Tuesday. Is it? I thought today was Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> don't fall.
0: It's Tuesday at 4 o'clock, which means it's time for Nick's Finals MVP Ladder. Now, some people might say, an MVP ladder, do you just mean a list? No. 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 It is a ladder, vertically stacked from five to one. That's not a list. It is a ladder. Take it away. Also, Wilds is being, you know, his
2: typical charming humorous self, however... The other distinction between a list and a ladder is a list is far more definitive, while a ladder, by definition, people move up and down, which is why we do it in the midst of the finals, because people will be moving up on the and on at the same time. It's not a very safe ladder. <laughs> Number five, Gabe Vincent. 21 points per game on 58-56 splits. If he wins finals MVP, Brew will be the first one to tell you the first undrafted player ever (laughs) to win a finals MVP. Number four, Jimmy Butler. And the fact that the Miami Heat have the series tied with Jimmy Butler not being one of the top three finals MVP candidates shows you how well they've played as a team. Some would argue Jimmy's raw numbers don't even deserve a placement this high. However... His defense in game two was exemplary, and his clutch offense at the end of that game helped seal the victory, and he of course was guarding Jamal Murray on what could have been the game-tying shot. He comes in at number four. Number three is the aforementioned Jamal Murray, 22, 5, and 10 assists per game. Through two games, it is Jamal Murray, not Nikola Jokic, leading the Nuggets in assists. And those 20 assists go along with just four turnovers. And I understand he doesn't have the ball in his hands as much as the typical playmaker because of Jokic, but that's still a 5-to-1 assist-to-turnover ratio. Number two, Bam. Mm. The only player on the Miami Heat that was great in game one was Bam. He is playing, in game two, he tried a little point center, a la Jokic bringing the ball up, and I actually thought that was a good wrinkle and an important wrinkle. Here's the other thing. He is the most, Miami cannot survive without him on the court if Jokic is on the court. He is because they do not have any depth at the center position, and in game two, he stepped to the free throw line with 45 seconds left of a yep. three point game in the finals on the road and calmly hit both. And at number one, clearly, Nikola Jokic. Because the series is tied, we don't yet have to worry about who's winning, what player has been the best. He had 27, 10, and 14 in game one, 41, 11, and 4 in game two. He is averaging 34, 10, and 9 on 60%. And his defense, while I thought in game two he had some rough moments, has been far from some massive liability. Right. He's been the best player in the series thus far. There is your finals MVP ladder, Mr. Broussard.
1: Okay, you have the five guys, right? I mean, that's pretty you know, obvious when yeah. you look at the numbers and stuff. But uh-huh. I'm about to prove that all this slander I'm receiving for stating a fact that some of these players for the Heat are undrafted It's hogwash, and I'm a believer in these guys. All right, I am moving Gabe Vincent up to third, Jamal Murray's fourth, Jimmy Butler is fifth, and here's why: Jamal and Butler have both had—I mean, they haven't been bad in any game. Jimmy wasn't really good in game one, and Jamal wasn't that good. He was okay in game two. Didn't give them what they needed. Gabe Vincent, on the other hand, has had two for him great games but just very good games overall. He leads the series in threes with 9 and as big as a three-point shot is in the in this series and particularly for the Heat it's huge for the Heat. That could determine the series how much they how well they shoot from three. I got to move Gabe Vincent up to third. A lot of times we just want to give the best players, you know, we want to find a way to give the best player, the star the finals MVP, but I hearken back to Andre Iguodala, Cornbread Maxwell, and Larry Bird's first final. So, right now, Gabe Vincent should be in the mix. I got him third.
0: Um, two MVPs and a finals MVP. Remember, when we went over that list? Yeah, I brought it back. Kareem, Jordan, LeBron, Wilt, Magic. Wow. There it is. What Bird the Moses. honest Steph. Yep. And Tim Duncan. Now, let's just say you weren't, I don't know, a huge fan of Joker getting back to back MVPs. Correct. But if he got this Finals MVP, two questions: yeah. Would you look at his two MVPs differently, since it felt like one of the knocks on it was that he didn't have playoff success, and now that he did? And are you comfortable with him amongst that group? Yeah.
2: If they, yes. If they, my again, <laughs> I hate to really restate the point. But the first MVP I thought was close. I said I would have given it to Chris Paul, and I I didn't like it. That's fine. I understand my Chris Paul vote would have been out of the mainstream. I think he got three first-place votes by the actual voters. Last year's was the one that I thought was egregious because he hadn't had the playoff success, because they were the sixth seed, because we were breaking all these rules. Now if we reverse if you if he had had this finals run and then then won a second MVP yeah I would have felt differently about it but that's what NBA history had been but to your point of those guys up there if they win this title bru he is tracking towards that territory tracking. I don't know that and if if they win this title and he is finals MVP they he is if he never plays again we went over the guys like he is in that Top 26, 25 of all time range. Like, he is right there with David Robinson, Barkley, Chris Paul, that echelon of players. Yeah, this I list know y- is Better Moses, Duncan, I, Will. Right, but off that list is Shaq. Kobe, some other, you know what I mean, guys who we he's consider. To that. He's to tra- yes. So that is that is some of the that, the greatest players ever, with some other guys left out. Russell and w- because he wasn't, you know, he played pre-finals MVP. Right. So there's some all-time greats not on
0: there. Um, here's the Vegas odds brew for Finals MVP. Joker's still in the lead, then Butler, Bam, Benjamin Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I, it's that, fifth, but I didn't hey, see the odds effort. You know it's what
1: might be a good? One. I don't think the Heat are going to win, obviously, but Struess would be an interesting bet.
2: Not Because a, a, he, he, he might get hot. So, Brew, I know you're ten toes to down,
0: so just let me engage your hypothetical bone. Could you see
1: Joker winning the MVP if Denver loses? <laughs> no. All right. You cannot have a finals MVP from the losing team. Except it for the just first finals have, MVP. Yeah, the ever. first time because they had no precedent. They really weren't sure what they were doing. You can't. It was nineteen sixty-nine. Yes, so All right. much. ever since then, there have been plenty of players to have great series and lose, and none of them got the finals yeah, MVP. That doesn't mean that was right. How would a guy even feel? We just lost. And you're giving me the finals MVP. Now, in, in private, oh, I'm, this is great. But pub, it's ter- no, it terrible. No, I want the Larry O'Brien trophy. Yes, of trophy. course, that's what you I want. I don't want the finals MVP. So, and here's the other thing. Let me, let me finish this. Sorry. We've talked about, and, and everybody's talking about it, how disrespected the Miami Heat are. Can, what a form of disrespect would be greater? They've said they don't. Than if they win the championship and for the first time in 54 years they don't get the finals MVP, so, that would be shameful. But secondly, oh, more. Secondly, <laughs> yeah, it would be disrespectful to all the guys I mentioned that I said have had great series. Especially the, what comes to mind LeBron is LeBron in, LeBron. Mm-hmm. in 2015, but, carrying that team to six games, like. Why didn't we give it to LeBron? Well, that was a mistake. Why did we give it to – no, it wasn't Four a mistake. Of the 11 you, had it right. This is not an 82-game season. This is seven games. Yeah. It's two weeks, okay. and it goes to the winner. Okay, bro.
2: Period. I have a question for you. I just have a question for you. Engage me in this hypothetical, okay? Yes. If we had a seven-game series that was won by one point on a buzzer beater, and all five starters on the winning team averaged 20 points each – And one guy on the losing team averaged 60 points a game. And his team lost a game seven at the buzzer. And it's everyone on the winning team was 20 points per game. Would you be okay with that play? I'm just. Um, don't, first just of please, all, the please, chances please, of that happening please, are nil. Can you
1: can you instruct the witness to the answer chances the question? That happens, I am asking. What if a guy uh, bats five, seven, eight, four seasons? but his team was I'm bad? Asking,
2: Could he win the MVP? Yes, that is what I'm asking. <laughs> I am asking if that happened,
1: would you be okay in that in that, that sense, scenario? Six. No, because somebody on that winning team would have emerged. Was more valuable would have been than the guy who averaged 60. Somebody right, on he, that winning team would 70. have separated himself 100. from his 100 teammates. 100 points <laughs> <give it laughs> <up>. So, <laughs> here's the <laughs> thing. There there there's, there's, give me something 100, 100. realistic. Uh, no, okay. no, so he, no. It's okay, got to so go to So, you're to just
2: saying it has to go to a winner, even though, of course, the first one ever went to a loser. And your response there is they didn't know what they were doing. It was 1969. A lot of stuff went crazy in the I might tell you that they actually had it right. And so here's the, I've done this project, how many finals MVPs I think they got wrong. Typically, it's they gave it to the wrong winner. Wes Unselled won it with 9-11 and 11 when Elvin Hayes averaged 21-11. and 11, And it was wrong. There were some of those. Because they're
0: giving it to stars? Or like yeah, well, like, the, the
2: I thought there were a few that I think they got wrong that they just but got wrong. But it's not wrong. just numbers. But, but oh. I understand that. Uh, I thought Kareem well, I deserved it, the it in 1980 with I agree with uh, over Magic, but Magic had the great that was game. The best game And ever, so, what? Set it aside. It's not like this would happen a lot, is my point. It Jerry might West, start. But, but, okay. So it, Jerry West got it in '69. I Kareem, I think should have gotten it in '74 over Havlicek. I obviously think LeBron. And by the way, four of the eleven voters agree with me. LeBron should have won it over Iggy in 2015. So that would be, in all of NBA history, three times we would have given it to someone on the losing team. Three times. I am saying, even as you know one of the preeminent LeBron fans and analysts and Joker skeptics, if this series continues on this track where no one on the Heat averages more than 21 a game and Joker has these unbelievable games but the Heat win, I would be okay with it. If it goes how do you six think the seven. heat would feel? I'm not, you know what, Bru? I'm a facts not
1: a feelings guy. I'm not that worried about it. I'm their shocked feelings. that you are disrespecting the heat like. I'm not
2: disrespecting it. It would heat be disrespectful. No, it would you know what, unless you give the finals MVP to heat culture or Eric Spolstra, we give it to Jimmy. If, well, if, if the numbers aren't or, there, bam, you give it to Jimmy. or I mean, somebody's going to do? they if we the, are not going to win had, if nobody's putting up decent If we have a playoff numbers? MVP, that'd be different. But the best player is not always on the team that won.
0: Okay. Flat There you go. Nick Wright banging the table for Joker to win the
2: I, MVP. Yeah, I'm so just here for fairness. Save your
1: criticism. I'm just That's here right. for fairness. It's about winning. That's what win the, the other game. trophies for.
2: For the winner.
0: Welcome back to an electric episode. Jerry Jones took to the airwaves to say the Cowboys might sign Zeke and would probably not sign future Patriot DeAndre Hopkins. Take a listen. <laughs>
1: We had some talk with Zeke about coming back? Again, uh, That uh, uh, I wouldn't want to get into the nature of how we've done it, but certainly uh, it's no secret that uh, uh, Zeke is evaluating what his opportunities are and we're evaluating what we're doing as well. You mentioned Zeke, what about DeAndre Hopkins, uh, a Yeah. Of- uh, again, uh, what we uh, 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 don't dismiss any. Uh, possibility uh it's unlikely
0: okay i told you deandre hopkins to the patriots should the eagles be scared of dallas <laughs>
1: well first let me say this about zeke i i, I feel kind of bad for him unfortunately hadn't gotten any you know takers yet i'd love to see him back in dallas obviously he would go back at a serious discount but he's found out that there's not much of a market for me he is a leader All right, he's obviously beloved in that locker room. So he wouldn't, I don't, I mean, he'd play, you know, he'd get his decent amount of playing time, but obviously would not be the same role he's had. But I think he would be good for that locker room, good for the culture and all that. Now, to your question, no, they should respect Dallas. They should have a healthy respect for them. But no, fear? Not at all. They played, what, one and one against them last year? The game they lost? They played Gardner Minshew instead of Jalen Hurts, who was hurt, and they almost won that game. They were up with about eight minutes left in the game by a touchdown, and then they fell apart with the turnovers. Minshew had an interception. Uh, Sanders had a fumble. So they should not fear Dallas whatsoever. They've got a great culture. As much as I like Dak Prescott, the best leader of these two teams is Jalen Hurts. And oh, that, yeah. he's setting that culture now, so I think it's a great culture, yeah. as opposed to Dallas, which has Jerry Jones culture, which is not good that, in my opinion. So That's, that's fair, and listen, I don't
2: like the loss of Kellen Moore. To, you know, Mike McCarthy gave some outrageous quotes where he's like, listen, I don't want to be the number one scoring team. I want to be the number one winning team and all this okay. stuff. Like, I all just, right. And I, you guys know I'm not a big McCarthy guy. However, once upon a time I worked on a television show with a sharply-dressed man who would always talk about hangovers, Super Bowl hangovers. Oh, yeah. It was you, Kevin Wilds. Mm-hmm. And you brought it up a lot when it came to the Kansas City I didn't Chiefs. even use it
0: correctly, to be 100% honest with you.
2: That's correct. You talked about after they won, <laughs> they were going to have a Super Bowl hangover. You are really grasping straws. I knew I straws. was doing it, too. Uh, but regardless, <laughs> I, I, do, I, don't, I think Philly last year had just about the perfect year they avoided good quarterbacks on the schedule. They they were very on the plus side of the injury luck, which we know can change in the NFL. I mean, all of it. I mean, Jalen got and,
0: hurt. Just
2: th- no, until the, you're right. Until that, the that's correct. Jalen got hurt at the <laughs> end, right? The and Jalen, a guy who we found out this year or this week, I should say. They were ready to have be the backup to Russell Wilson uh, if Russell Wilson didn't nix the trade. Don't believe that story. That
1: really? You don't believe? Okay, that's okay. story? that's fine. Russell's only so, a Super Bowl. And, and the the, okay, I don't. It and, wouldn't have been the right move. I'm just saying. I just don't, give don't believe it a that respect. went
0: down that far down the road and, without asking Russell. I'm sorry. No, 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 it's fine. But regardless, my point is: Do
2: I think Philly's going to be a 14-win team again? I don't. Do I think Jalen Hurts is more likely to have another MVP caliber season or a slightly worse season? I'd say slightly worse season this year. Dallas, on the other hand, their playoff struggles are one thing. They're 12 wins and 12 wins. Even if Dak Prescott misses time, they seem to find a way. 12 wins and 12 wins. I like the addition of Brandon Cooks. That's probably mm-hmm. one of the reasons they don't yep. want to go after DeAndre Hopkins. Mm-hmm. They have CD, They have Lamb. They have Cooks. So I just – I. I think, don't think the gap in the regular season for that division is very big at all. Now, which of these two teams would I trust more come the playoffs? That would be Philly. But if Philly's path to a Super Bowl, Brew, instead of being home field and a bye, is the wild card
0: path because Dallas won the division, which I think is totally on the board, that's a totally different story. Here's the schedule, Brew. Uh, you got the Giants. You're in New York for the Giants, and then you're going to beat the Jets in Dallas. Then you got the Cardinals who aren't trying to win, and, and then the, Patriot the Patriots who are trying, but they're not good at it. Okay. And the San Niners, and the Chargers. Chargers. So, uh you know, I it's not as I think uh, our guy Warren Sharp has them about middle of the pack for strength of schedule. I think it's a little bit, a little bit easy. Easy the, Well, I think
2: a lot of that depends on how much you believe in the other two teams in that division. Like, how much do you believe in Washington? No. Probably not much. And how much do you believe the what the Giants did last year is real. But, of course, that benefits Philly as well. I just don't – They got the AFC I don't, East. Uh, Brew, would you be shocked – if the Cowboys won the division, no, I would not be shocked at all. That's the point that I'm the, making. Right.
1: The question I, was fear
2: them. Yeah, and I, I, I of course know, I they take shouldn't take it too literally. Right. But Philly I'm should saying, cr- only they, fear one. They should one
1: feel team. good about themselves. Um,
2: and so the so I understand <laughs> that. They, the but I but no Cowboys could win it. Yeah, I think the Cowboys
0: are right there. And yeah. then
1: lose in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, that's the Might yeah, yeah. on the Cowboys. A cow tale as old as time. That's going to be a pit right after week four. Once the I'll, you know what the Patriots game will be. You mentioned the Chargers and the. I didn't mention the Chargers. You mentioned the Chargers. You tried to. Make me take it. Hey
1: guys, guys. You two are supposed to front. fight.
0: You two are supposed to be united to yell at me. That's
2: not fight. the
0: concept of the show. <laughs> well, but that's what
2: happens. That's, that's because, because you happen to be wrong. wrong. See, there you that's go. All, now that's you're back. That is, What's it? Now you're back. It's not
0: planned. Coming up next, a ridiculous topic about Trevor Lawrence. One of the we Trevor Lawrence in the show again? Ever done. Dusty. Where's the wig? Two
1: days straight. I have it here actually.
0: <laughs> oh.
1: So, Why is this a
0: question? We were going to talk about Kyrie. Yeah. Oh, but is Then there Dusty about suggested, that? "Hey, do you want to have some fun?" Which usually means make fun of somebody. <laughs> Pro Football Reference. Pro Football Reference. The like the Webster's
2: of the NFL.
0: Yes, I can that. <laughs> the, <laughs> the Britannica.
2: The s- Britannica
0: is where I was going next. Yes. Yes. Uh, the nickname there is the Prince Who Was Promised. Oh, Pro Football. Oh. <laughs> Obviously, the great. The great. Wright, <laughs> the great.
2: The
1: great.
0: Credit. The great. Nick Nick nickname with a exclamation point. How
2: about that?
0: Let's just stick to football, fellas, huh? <laughs> what?
2: <laughs> What's the problem? Do we have the ability to throw up Mac Jones' sad Pro Football Reference page? I hope we which do. Which doesn't have any nicknames. Baby Goat is in there. Baby Goat is a great nickname. You've been calling him the Baby Goat, he, even a there? The baby goat that. that you coined. It's let's not official it that Pro Football And reference. didn't he try to trademark literal nicknames? He probably did. Matt, what do you mean probably? Don't we know it? Yes. That he tried to do Mac 10, yes, and MJ 10 or but something. It's
1: more of a
0: pacifist. Yeah. So he let it
1: go and away. And he hasn't. They don't on. even have that up there. I wonder why it hasn't caught on. Wow.
0: Well, did you confirm that stat that I asked for? Jo- thank you. Do you know that? Trevor Lawrence, for all of his ballyhooed success, uh-huh. has thrown 37 interceptions. Yet we have to talk about him every other day on this show. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mac Jones, a lot. Mm-hmm. who also has to play defense sometimes against the Raiders, yeah. whose offense was led by a defensive that? coordinator, these are has thrown 36 uh, just, touchdowns. These are You said interceptions? No, I said, I said touchdowns. Th- <laughs> <laughs> you said Trevor Lawrence inceptions? has thrown 37 interceptions. Gosh darn it, Wilds. 37 touchdowns. <laughs> I told you, Wilds is Mac stroking Jones. out today. Okay, He's only
2: man? thrown one more touchdown. We get it. We understand, Wilds. Wilds well, th- th- a valid point. Let me try to make the stat, <laughs> statistical arguments, okay? You be handsome and charming. We all, again, it's, probably a, it's
1: a better idea. Show. Can I please put just have a there, moment? Please, put baby Can baby I down. have
2: a moment? You guys laughed at me when I kept calling him the prince that was promised, but I willed it into existence. It is not... Now, there forever. There will be generations of people that come across and they're like, hey, who's this gorgeous, thick-necked quarterback who's oh playing in Jacksonville? And they're going to say, did you? Know? <laughs> they called him the prince? They're going to be like, was he actual royalty? I don't know. That's there forever now.
0: I like that we produce 85 minutes of the show <laughs> and then just five minutes. Just winging it. Just is winging, it. I hope just winging it for our show.